0: So today's episode comes with a sensitivity warning. Um, My guest and I are about to trek through a very sensitive and developing process she's encountered. So please be mindful if you have small children that are within earshot, you may want to pop in your earbuds and um, preview, you know, before you determine whether or not this is an episode you want to share with them. Okay. So I speak about mothers often. I celebrate you. I celebrate us. (laughs) I honor you in every season of your blessing. Mother, my only true home eternally responsible. It's an acronym that my spirit recently spoke to me. Um, Because as a mother myself and coming from one, I do understand the blessed forever responsibility that I get to hold on being home to my babies forever and no matter what. You know, no one can stop me from walking in that accept myself for my child. No one has the power to stop that. Um, and if I don't honor it, it that beautiful privilege and blessing, well, you know, that's on me. Um, when one says they're homesick, you know, usually after they graduate high school and they go off to college or they move away from home from the, for the first time, it usually is tied to the familiarity, of course, of home and all that's there. And the absence of their mother or the mother figure that was there that made them feel a certain type of way. So I live my life as mother intentionally. And then there is an area of motherhood and a space of motherhood that I have a high sensitivity towards. And that's to mothers of loss. Any mother who's lost a child at any age, to any circumstance... My heart has a slow, continuous bleed with you. My heart, it doesn't know how, but it wants to protect you from this. Um, and I can only offer you my love in the form of my presence, oftentimes without words. You know, my smile that it may give you a second or two to redirect your focus, and my arms to hold you in the physical or in the spirit whenever you need to just let it out because I have no answers to offer you with your mounting questions of why and what I do know of God I will quietly pray in conversation with him in my time with him and I ask him to make known what he needs you to see in it I will ask him to comfort you because he knows exactly what you need I'll ask him to bring you to a place um, of sure footing so that you can feel grounded again so that you could just feel again and I will ask him to only allow me to pour out the words he has placed in my heart to speak to you as a safeguard against unintentionally harming speech I ask him to surround you with tangible love that you can feel and touch when you've lost your feeling of home in your child and all these petitions I make to God and I leave space and trust by faith that he will answer for you and love you through it especially when the loss of your baby offers you absolutely no understanding of why so I hope that you'll join me in this beautiful conversation. And if you're not ready and need to take pause on this one, I understand. But please check back in because this conversation is worthy of your precious time. All right? So, let's go. Love manifested just when you so- Hello, lovers. How are you today? My name is Shahara, and you are listening to the Love Manifested podcast where we're having authentic conversations. We're only here to inspire, encourage, and empower you in seeking your personal relationship with God. Um, we believe that God is love, it is His purpose. It is the nature and the makeup of his character. It is who he is. It is what he wants us to be and what he wants us to do. And it is what he does for us. So our hope here is to illuminate his love manifested in each other so that we can see better, having a more spiritual vision and discernment. We can choose better in the decisions that arise today, but ultimately impact our tomorrow and be better all around for ourselves and those who we do life with. And we do that by sharing our stories and our experiences authentically. So welcome to the pod today. Um, I'm very, I'm tingly all over because the Holy Spirit's already moving in this place. And so I am thankful and honored for the guests that I have sitting across from me today. Um, Y'all know that on this podcast we have a heart culture and a love culture. And um, as I love to introduce my guests by their hearts, over their titles, their accolades, their achievements, all of those are very important and they are beautiful that um, you know we have taken the time to achieve and accomplish and become. But I always introduce their hearts because we don't have a whole lot of time to get to know each other and I want you guys to be able to have a kind of a, a early introduction to who they are by how they operate in this world. Just because we do something doesn't mean that that we operate under that space. So today I am just um, very excited, and um, I want to introduce this beautiful woman that's sitting across from me. Um, her heart is one of servitude. Um, always ready to jump in and serve other people. She has a heart for people. It's tender, it's kind, it's loving. I've known herself several years and her heart always greets me with a smile um, and love, selfless. As of recent, though, her heart has been in a state of recovery and healing and restoration as it was shattered and bleeding out just a few short years past. And yet and still today, I find it full of love and not bitter. It's seeking and open to offering itself raw and pure and vulnerably with the hopes that it may encourage someone else still looking to encourage and inspire someone else. That's her heart. It is my humble privilege to welcome you, Trish,
1: to our community. Please welcome my friend, Trish,
0: ladies and gentlemen.
1: Okay, I'm already crying. <laughs> it was beautiful. Thank you. And I've been listening to your podcast and it is so inspiring. I love that you have men and women speaking their heart and I can relate to almost every single, well, every single person or message. Sometimes it's just you talking Mm. and sharing your heart and your story and it touches me every time I listen and I'm just humbly honored to be here Um, and I thank you for doing this and um, just trying to Um, help others along their painful journey. I think we all need a cheerleader Mm. and this is such a great podcast that we can um, that you do that for people. And I just, I will continue to pray for your podcast and Mm. more and more people get to hear this because I'm I'm inspired by it.
0: I love you. Thank you. So I can
1: only imagine how many more out there are just as inspired. Thank you thank you really thank you
0: so we um this is how we started today y'all
1: yeah <laughs> we so you're gonna us. hear us sniffling <laughs> and wiping our tears <laughs> so i i'm not gonna apologize because <laughs> well are she, sniffling
0: she's she's this my girl because she walked in today <laughs> and had my back with a box of kleenex you know my my producer who um is Ayana. She's co-producing with me. In the, <laughs> we said in the beginning, the podcast needs to be sponsored by Kleenex. <laughs> so Kleenex, soft facial tissue. If you'd like to sponsor the Love Manifested podcast, we would love for you to do so. Yes, we take the soothing lotion kind. We'll take the aloe kind. Um, not for the ones that have allergies because that one can be a little troublesome. But any type of Kleenex you would like to sponsor, the Love Manifested podcast with, please do so.
1: Amen. Amen.
0: (laughs) No, it's funny because I told you when you came with the, I brought my own tissue. I was like, oh, thank you. Bless you. (laughs) Because because it was a joke with me and the virtuous women girls. Because uh, I think I've told y'all before, I used to lead a a ministry, Proverbs 31, Virtuous Women. And uh, for eight seasons, almost every time we were together maybe like 80 percent of the time there were tears like the whole room was in tears and you would think I would have learned by the 10th time to bring in tissue I never had tissue and so that was like (laughs) the only way I could break up the you know the situation and and this and after we all are bawling like myself included all of us because someone is this is why love manifested exists Someone was telling their story, and we weren't crying out of sympathy. We were crying out of empathy. We've been there. There's something in your story Mm -hmm. that I can relate to because I have different details, but similar situations, and that's what I witnessed, and that was the most beautiful part of ministry for me, to witness people sharing and then someone over here just completely with love embracing that one story because it felt so similar to their own.
1: And I, I'm a person that can feel people's emotions. Yes, me too. <laughs> um, if they're <laughs> they crying, empaths. yeah. If they're yeah, crying, yes. I'm I'm crying with them. Yes. I feel their pain. I feel yeah. their tears. I mean, they'll be coming up to me for prayer at church. Yeah, and they'll be weeping, and my spirit just starts sweeping with them. Mm. And um, or if they're laughing and they come up, oh my goodness, <laughs> I'm just like, I feel this joy just rise up in me yes. and just take over, and it's. It's, it's so amazing so yeah i'm very in tune to people yeah, and yeah. I love it i, I you it's know i'm place. I'm grateful for that mm-hmm. gift that the lord has given me
0: Mm-hmm. I love it and i'm and that's how we met we met at church, so we got, we attended the same church and we met several years ago, and again, all of those different ministries that we are a part of and it's great because this is why you know um God is everywhere and we carry his spirit within us. Mm-hmm. The community of church should be, should be a place where yes, you go, you know, y'all know I'm a chef, so everything's food related. So you go on Sunday, you get your big huge meal, you get full you, 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 you enjoy that meal yeah, right? it's
1: messy <laughs> sometimes Love it. it's messy yeah.
0: what does Carl's Jr. say if it doesn't get all over the place it doesn't belong in your face Amen. and God will be in your business so you come in on a Sunday or a Saturday night you get your, your big meal but during the week if you guys if we're not eating so we're good. only eating Sunday to Sunday we're going to be so emaciated and so malnourished And that's what happens to our spirits and our souls. So that's why when a church has a great weekly connect groups, some call them B groups, some call them circles, some call them connect groups, that's where you get to meet who you are sitting at the table with on Sunday.
1: And you know what? Um, By doing those, by making time for those moments to engage in a group or whatever whatever your church uses the language you meet people that can come alongside you completely in a more intimate level, yeah and um and support you and help you through those tough times because we all have friends that um that um what's the right word i want to use you know that you 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 know, like a mentor of ours used to say, mm-hmm. you have your coffee shop girlfriends. Yep. Okay. Yes, she did. Yeah. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> or you have your, I got your back, your yep. armor girlfriends. That's it. And what do you want? Yeah. And I want my godly girlfriends. I want my interceders. yeah. I want please. people that know how to Intercessors, pray. Intercessors, come mm-hmm. on. And and that's good. And that's how you
0: that's how you connect and relate because we all know we've all walked through something that. We felt shame about, we felt yeah. like we wanted to hide, or I just want to blend in and blend. That's great. That's great to do. There's a season for that. There's a season for hiding, sure. and we should be hiding in, in him. I found that for me, when I tucked into him, it made things a little different than me hiding just by myself in my closet, good. by myself. That's good. Yeah. So when we get those times during the week that we get to get our little snacks, we get the snacky snacks. Those are nourishing us, and those are fulfilling and, and keeping us, sustaining us. And sometimes those are even greater.
1: Okay, my hair on my body is all standing up. Oh, Girl, that is you. so good. <laughs> but it's for real. Yeah. That's I, my experience. Yeah, I think, I think especially you know, um, we already um, established I'm a woman of faith. Um, <laughs> but we'll establish my faith was rocked. Yeah, um, yeah but, we will, yes. Um, the enemy wants us to isolate. Yeah. Always. He wants us to isolate. But always. when we come together, yeah, when we come together and we're braided together, yes. they, we sharpen each other. Completely. And what I love about my girls that have my back is I can be authentic. I can yes. be genuine. I yeah. can have that bad day. Yep. And they love me. You can be snot. Uh, yeah. And um, <laughs> those coffee ben shop ponytail. girls are, yeah. you know, not, they don't get it. They just don't get that. Yeah. And so, um, but I, when I want to be sharpened, you know, I, I have an, another dear friend, um, oh, I love her, um, she just drops the word on me, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, it's almost like God giving me a little spank on my butt, but it feel, <laughs> like but it's good. Yes. You know, you need that. Yes. I don't want a girlfriend that's gonna lift me up all the time just or tell you tell you what, what you want to hear. hear. Right. You know, those are false prophets. Those Ooh, are really? Those wow. are those are not your people. No. I want people that will give me that spank that God calls us to yeah. once in a while have. You yeah. know,
0: I won't, I won't entertain those kind of people. I just don't. Not as a close friend. Right, we can be surface and do pleasantries all day, but that's not my life. No. I need those ones that'll be like, "Well, girl, you know, did you think about? Because it? it doesn't sound. I think you meant something that you you intended something that you didn't convey."
1: Amen. And I'll be like, oh, "Okay, so good." Yeah, I want to be sharpened. <laughs> yeah, and um, I'm in a. I, when I came to Titus, yeah. Angelique prayed on me. Oof! It was Ooh. the first time, and you guys had broke for the power winter. House, tower, yeah. house. Yeah. She goes, "You got to come house. back in January," and I'm She'd like, "Like, oh boy." Oh, all power right. House. And she could tell, and she Shout started out, Angelique, praying to me. Love you. Yes, love you. She started praying on me. That was the first experience I had with higher vision. Was Angelique mm. and mm. her praying on me, and said, mm. "Come back." Wow. And she wrecked me. And um <laughs> from that moment on, I knew I was on a path of discovering me. It wasn't about changing my husband, it wasn't about changing my children. It was about okay, Describing I need to I were. need to discover me yeah. and I need to be where Jesus wants me to be and I can't be that unless you I have become surrounded divine.
0: around people.
1: Yeah. That can help you along your
0: way. Exactly. We're not on the vine by ourselves. It's not a lone leaf on the vine. Uh-huh. There's a whole bunch of us on that. About
1: me, you can do nothing. <laughs> nothing. So,
0: so when we met, it was at our church, and yes, during all these ministries that we were serving and seeing each other around church. My daughter knows your, your babies, and, yeah, and so, so. Because we live in a very small community. there's You either go to one of very few high schools or, you know. So we get to see each other in various situations. But I always love when I got to um, meet women uh, during the week. Because then you really get to find out everybody's um, still walking a walk. Yeah. Because when you listen on Sunday to one person, that's great. But especially if you're not the same gender like you he's going to tell it a certain way right or right. i want to find the women that are like me that have something to share yeah. that are carrying something right and that's where we met we met in those spaces tuesday nights wednesday mornings mm-hmm. and we have mutual loves that are very close and dear to us yeah so here we are here we are and there's been so much since then,
1: right? Oh, my goodness. It has been a journey. It has. Um, life with is, highs right? and lows. yeah. Um, discovery. Yeah. Revealing. Cleansing. Revelation. Um, just in awe of his grace <laughs> through it all. Because oh, it Holy wasn't Spirit. pretty. Holy Spirit. I love you, God. <laughs> it wasn't pretty. So,
0: I thank you being here,
1: I thank you for having me. Thank you, it's an honor and privilege. Thank yeah, you. Yeah.
0: And so now, this is my favorite part of the show. Why? <laughs> she jumps up. She's so excited, you guys. Okay, why? I have something good. <laughs> <laughs> She's excited. Okay, so uh, we're not gonna just we're not gonna beat around the bush. It's love, happy hour, y'all. Let's love go. <laughs> happy hour. So
1: bad. <laughs> So funny <laughs> I love that intro by the way every time i I listen to your podcast, I like start dancing during that part and then i I just love that that the voice is gorgeous by the way I love it but no seriously, it just makes me want to just <laughs> you're so silly. <laughs>
0: Listen, it's happy hour. So they've been at happy hour already. That's, that, that's what they were doing. They came to sing after they've been at happy hour for a mi- minute, if you know what I mean. They're happy on their, they're drunk on the word of Amen. God. Shout out drunk girls Bible study. We love love you. them. Love you girls. All three of you guys. Angelique and Natasha, my girls. Yes. So it's love happy hour. This is the part where I ask my guests to bring something that they Love. It's B-Y-O-L time. Bring your own love. We are love manifested. We are about love. We are celebrating love. We are honoring the love and we are illuminating God's love. Manifest means just to reveal. For those of you that are super religious, it only means to reveal. It's not this other stuff. I don't know if the super religious are listening anyway, because this is, like, not their type of thing. But it's all good, because we're about the Holy Spirit. Amen. Not about religion. So, relationship. So I ask them to bring something they love to share with us that we can share with you guys. And she's putting out a bag with hearts on it that I love this. I love you. I love this bag. This bag is really cute. Uh, I love
1: this. Um, This is something she loves. Okay. And um, there's a lot of meaning behind this. I, there's actually two items in there. Am but, I supposed to open yep. it or are you going to open nope, it for nope. me? No, it's all you. Okay. You go, girl. Okay.
0: I love the bag. Talk um, to me.
1: But um, one day God said to me, you, Yep, you, lo- <laughs> you love to go to food before you come to me. Is that what God told you? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, I love to put food before God. And one of my things that centers me, calms me, um, is um, puzzles. I don't get to do them very often, but when I do, I obsess. I mean, I will not quit until I get that thing done. But you know what? It calms my thoughts. The Lord will drop. Things on me as I'm putting a puzzle together, so I like to keep a notebook by me. Oh, wow! Um, Journaling puzzle time, right? Seriously. Um, and it started so- with my cousin, Danny. She came to visit me, and she brought an artichoke puzzle. It was after. It was after a moment in my life where um, we had lost Trevor and we were back from the hospital and she knew i liked puzzles she brought this puzzle god bless her i love her love you danny um and oh my, that's awesome she took a picture of the puzzles coffee with the heart no this is my coffee last week no my, actually way. it's a chai tea you
0: guys aren't going to believe this but you thought i have goosebumps. she thought i'm sorry i didn't mean to interrupt what her beautiful story but she thought i just took a picture of the puzzle that she gave me but actually cuz it has a heart um a coffee that where they made the heart in the in the cream i have chills and 2 weeks ago i posted this on love's delicious page a couple weeks ago i went to um something i can't think of the name of it a restaurant and i had my chai tea latte and it's almost the exact, exact. Same, same heart thing. that's on this puzzle she just gave me
1: seriously you thought I took a picture of it. Look, that is
0: crazy. I had to show her, Sorry. I, I, I didn't chills. mean to interrupt you. I could have waited. No, that's okay. I couldn't wait. So, your so s- I was cousin, putting this yeah.
1: puzzle together, yeah. and it was just a few days after leaving the hospital, um, saying goodbye to Trevor, and um, the Lord started downloading on me. And my cousins like Trish, write those down. Yes. So I grabbed my notebook, and as I'm sitting there pus- putting this puzzle together. I was writing these words down. It wasn't full sentences. Got it. He was just dropping some love words on me, but also some tangible words like speak, and then up, and then loyalty. That was when you were doing this? The artichoke puzzle. Oh, An artichoke my puzzle goodness. my cousin brought. And um, I'm sorry, but
0: I love that it was artichoke.
1: <laughs> and her and her husband dropped their original plans this is how amazing God is. Stirred them to drop their original plans and they came and stayed with us. They came out and and um visited with us for five days. And it was such a God moment. I can't begin to tell you how much that touched me. Okay. But so I like puzzles and then there's one more thing oh, in there. I'm sorry, I'm so excited about this puzzle. So I she love puzzles. What she loves I love she loves. puzzles. And Can I Did just you see what's on
0: there though? What did you Food, because I love food. Wait, and not just food, donuts. I love donuts. A good donut grass. Ayana is so sad because where she lives, she's just like, they don't have like regular donut shops. They're all like gourmet donuts. I just want a glaze. (laughs) Really? So when she comes home, she's like, I need a donut. (laughs) So now I feel like, you know, I can keep my hands busy. Yes, and you're not, because he said you go to food before you go to him. Mm-hmm. Well, he's talking to you while you're doing with food puzzles. And by the way, I absolutely love puzzles. Since I was a little girl, I used to do big puzzles. Again, I don't get to do them often. Right. But when Barry was born, my son, I would he could do 2 and 3 years old, he could put together a 100-piece puzzle at that small that small age. Yeah. I love because it does. It it calms, it soothes, yep. I put a little music on, maybe have a glass of wine, and I do my puzzle, some tea, do my puzzle. It's so... It
1: it's relaxes just,
0: my thoughts. Yeah. And then you see the final product. I remember the first puzzle that I ever got, someone gave it to me for Christmas. I must have been in, like, second grade. And I would just, I was so excited. And I did it. So, moving, oh, this is great.
1: That's our ministry. Mm-hmm. That's the ministry God unfolded to us. So um, for you listeners, in 2019, June 27th, actually on my husband and I's 27th anniversary. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, we were, um, Trevor left us. He was declared brain dead. um, Under the influence of drugs, he took his life. Um, we got him back to the hospital and they did revive him, um, his, his body, you know, but his brain was gone. He, in the 27th, they confirmed that. And so, um, it began a new level of faith, um, a new level of pain that I didn't know could exist. Um, you always hear people say, I I can't imagine, and I'm like, no, you can't. You can't even imagine. It's the most unfathomable pain I've ever felt. My husband's ever felt. It rocked. I, um, you know, I, I thought in in circumstances my faith would, um, be rock solid, and um, <clears throat> I went on a journey of anger, and the Lord and I walked together in it. It was ten months, um, and. Through that, we tried various different um, grief groups and stuff. And then our um, counselor at that time, we did we did shift to one later on, but at the time introduced us to the grief recovery um, handbook. And when um, I had to wait until I was done, I, I probably waited about s- five months before I really like dove into it because I was... I was angry for about nine months with God. Um, Not that He didn't exist. I've always known that God existed in my life, and and I loved Him. But I was mad He didn't hear my prayers. And I was praying hard for my son, Trevor. I love him. I adored him. He was just turned 19. Um, And then to, you know, to do, to just do that, I just... Was rocked beyond core And all my old Bible verses Didn't work Mm -hmm. So I had to find I went on a discovery of new ones Um, But for 10 months I was pretty pretty angry And I imagine God Just sitting on this rock Watching me pace back and forth You know Pleading my case with him Mm. Because I know as I know as I know That he could manifest my son Right here right now Like he'd never left and he was like, "Not gonna do it," and that was very hard for me to surrender to. But I finally did, and I actually did the re- grief recovery on this my face. Book
0: that she just gave me.
1: Yeah, I did this um, on on God, but also on Trevor first. I did it on Trevor mm. first, and I had so much anger. I had so much anger, so much shame and guilt. I mean, all the stuff that's associated with losing a child by suicide. Um, why, didn't, why did he do it the way he did it? Um, under drugs, no less, you know. And um, that really helped me to get to a place where God could use me. The book is called The Grief Recovery Handbook,
0: and it is by John W. James and Russell Friedman. I love the lavender color. Me too. Uh, And I love that it says the action program for moving beyond death, divorce, and other losses, including health, career, and faith. Because um, I was looking for it, but I can't find it right now. Um, With the survivors of the world portion of love manifested. Right. I always talk about. That was started. So it's my soul line. S O W. And because when we share our stories, when we get to a place where we've recovered and healed enough to share with other people, um, we're sowing seeds of hope into those listeners. Whoever hears it, if we're at the grocery store or on a podcast, doesn't matter, speaking at an event or a specific space. But there's the usual, the obvious things we survive that people talk about and I don't ever want anyone to feel that they're dismissed. There are more things that we survive and in essence we are all survivors of something. Yeah. And so I love that he put that beyond death, divorce, and other losses is big. And then on the smaller text, including health, career, and faith. Yeah. People grieve so many things. Yeah. And they survive so many things because if you're in grief, recovery that means you've survived one of these things. But what something.
1: I really love about this book, so Shahara, is that it also dispels some myths. Yeah. Like, okay, one of the things people would say to me is I know how you feel. How? <laughs> right? And I'm sorry, that, I'm not it, trying to be no, silly. Um, Just how? So this, Even this if you went one through person it yourself. Came, right? This one person <laughs> came up to me and she's like, beautiful and i know they mean well let me start there okay always i i I know people mean well um but and 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 i i have to admit i did hate that phrase afterwards after losing trevor people say i know how i feel i'd be like can you go home and touch your kids Mm. yes can you hear their voice because I'd do anything to have Trevor tell me right now, Mom, you're way up here. You need to bring it down here. <laughs> or, I love you. Or his text, Will you please bring me two um, tuna sandwiches? I forgot my lunch. And I would. I'd do anything to have that, you know. Or another one he would do occasionally is, Mama, will you pray? I would love to have that text. To so just, pop up there and say, Mama, would you pray? I found out three months later um, from a dear friend of his. Um, she said, Trevor would say when you pray, things would happen. And I said, when we all pray, things would happen. And um, and I didn't know he used to say that. Didn't know that. So she, that was a gift from her, so thank you. Yeah. Um, but I love that they dis- smell these, dispel these things and we shouldn't say them because yeah. and we truly... Yeah. why not to say these yeah. things. Yeah, and the best thing we can do to anyone who's grieving, so whether you're in a season of grieving or not, this book is perfect for you yeah. because we're going to either be in a season or know someone who is. Great girl. And this book can help you guide to better assist them when they're grieving. That's right. And you know what fascinates me is as I went on this journey, um, before, you know, he had to do a lot of prepping before he moved moved me. And my actually, you know, I thought it was going to be a ministry I started, but he blessed me. He stirred my husband to come alongside of me, and we're walking this together. That's kind. I'm right? Because you do know
0: each other, what this feels like. The two of you yeah, know, but even in your own ways, individually.
1: Yeah, but it's sad because share the statistics for couples who lose a child or have a child with critical needs they're kind of lumped together um 80% of them d- don't survive so the I, the relationships don't survive yeah and mm. I, I went on a search why is that and i think it's because w- one I, I look at this man that i love with all my heart and soul that god gave me and I can't fix this pain. I can't take it away. But I know, as I know, as I know, what it feels like to be in that pain. So we can't fix each other. And someone once said to at least you can grieve with each other. I'm here to tell you, we are not slobbering on each other, holding on to each other, crying. Men and women grieve completely, completely different. And they're, and, of course, women even are more. And to the recognition of each other's grief. Right.
0: Your yeah. behavior, you could be acting out of your grief and your behavior right then in that
1: moment. And you won't recognize that, oh, this is, this is that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I just want to state that God right away showed me grief is not a license to lash out.
0: No, of course not.
1: Uh, I but know people do it. and Don't feel bad if you do it. But yeah, I want to recommend really don't do it because eventually when you walk out of the grief yeah. and you've done all that lashing out, ruins, so. it's not pretty. And then you're feeling guilty about that. So yeah. just keep in mind when you're hurting, uh, m- maybe that's a time for you to just, you know, take a break. Yeah. And it, But the most important thing through all of this, as I've acknowledged, is we grieve differently. Yeah. We've um, we did go to talk therapy Good. to help us learn how to navigate e- our own pain yes. and and hear each other ah. and the pain because mm-hmm. that's key, right? Mm-hmm. If you're not hearing, yes, then you're not knowing how to respond. Correct. So we we had a lot of a lot of work to do before we came to this journey. It was a lot of work, but the the most important thing was. We did the work and my husband was actually it's crazy because I grew up with faith you okay. know I mean just like a faith base yeah not, no, my I parents got you. weren't like really going to church or nothing like that but I um, my godmother always took me to church yes and I love that yes. and so <laughs> I always had that you know what I mean Yes. And then later on, you know, you discover your own faith. That's right. Because that's what we all do. we got to do our own journey. Building your own relationship. Yeah, exactly. Yes. And um, so I thought, okay, I, I got muscles. You know, I got spiritual <laughs> muscles. I'm big, right? And <laughs> my husband, he's new. He's okay. a baby Christian, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And so I thought if something like this ever happened, it would be him I'd have to drag along, right? Mm. And no, mm. no. When he took my idol, mm. My child was my idol. My children are my idols. When he took my idol, when he took my idol, I crumbled. And he rose up and carried us. And I had to rediscover, was my faith rooted in God? Mm. Or was it rooted in what? The treasures he gave me. Mm. I'm
0: trying to breathe. Because what you just said, and this is coming from you, having experienced and walking through what you walk through. And it's a daily. We don't get to... I don't think that with a lot of things that we grieve... We don't get to a place of, I'm healed, I'm better. No. Because something can activate within us. But the fact that you just said that, that, I just, I need to take a pause right here on that. You stated your child was your idol, your children. Yeah, both of them. I love them dearly. We can love something. Right. Because when I say that to people... That their children, their job, their car, come on, their possessions, yep. their image, how people see them, mm. all idols. That's right. And when God that I've understood, because I don't ever want to claim that this is the gospel, but in my understanding, when God says to me, I want no other gods before me, Amen. Right and that I'm not to have any idols, tearing down of idols. Things that people think an, an idol can be something that we, we worship, but they forget the simple things of everyday life because we're human with this experience and this. We have access to so many things and we get to see this beautiful, these beautiful things our children. That's beautiful. Yep. Your love is beautiful. That is not. I adore my boys. And it's not to say, oh, well, you know, I got to pull back on the love. That's not what it means. No, no, nope. nope. You don't have to pull back on the love, but you can't have that love in front of. Aim it. Come on. There you go, girl. Come on. And we just talked about you and I off 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 the air, off the mic. Those moments. You've had it. And when you told me, then I told you about mine. Yeah. When God asked me, do you love him more than you love me? And he was talking about my son, Mm. who was in the hospital fighting meningitis.
1: Yeah, it's powerful, right? And you were talking about your son. Dylan.
0: Who was fighting cancer.
1: Yeah. At 17. At 17, he was faced. And there was no warning. 17, running track. He just spoke to (laughs) me. Running track. He just booked a lead role in a movie and he had to give it all up. They recasted him. His dreams were what? coming true and he, poof, gone like that to fight cancer.
0: But I don't, I don't, I, I don't, you know, I don't say that. I think that the awareness of our idols, God brings that awareness to us. I'm not going to say he takes them from me. No, no, no. And that's I'm not talking about you. I'm saying yeah. from me. Yeah, because you can feel how you feel. You've walked it out. I have not. So I know that him bringing that awareness to me made me say, "Oh, oh, <laughs> oops."
1: Yeah, and I, I don't want to imply that God took my son. I I, I know you don't because I I don't <laughs> yes, I don't believe, you don't believe that, that, but. I'm just saying like he showed me. He made you aware. He made me aware of what yes. you were doing. Just like yeah. he told you that you go to food before you come to him. Yeah. He made you aware. Yeah. And, and made he made me aware. Gave you puzzles. Yeah. Yeah. And um and to fulfill that moment.
0: So wow. yeah. So but, Yeah. This is this is um very powerful. And I hope that someone hears that. We just gotta be a little bit more intentional and the unintended consequences of the words we say to people when they are going through grief of loss of any kind I say it in the intro sometimes your presence is enough to just be there in silence and wait for God to tell you what to say or do
1: grief recovery really has this amazing thing where he's it, they want us to be hearts with ears yes. and um, like close your mouth, like put duct tape on it and just be hearts with ears because if people can communicate how they're feeling their pain, even children. Okay. So what do we yes. do? We don't teach our kids, do we? No. no well, let's show me. I'll show you. I'll give you an example. Okay. show to me. Your kid's walking. Yeah. Two, three, right? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. he falls. And what do we say? You're okay. You're okay. They're crying. No. Okay, so they learn right then and there yes. when they fall or when they get this. hurt. Yes. Oh, okay I'm, okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. But no, I'm not. It hurt, and I got tears in my eyes, and it's not making me feel better. No one. So then, by the time they're twelve and fifteen, they've they learned to hide, to, it, to, to hide it. To hide it. To say I'm we, okay we're suppressing when I'm not. It. Or we say, "Don't talk like that." So, don't talk like that. I don't want to hear that. And and don't get audience please don't get me wrong i've said these things i've done these things this, this is an same, awareness but i did learn this is, this this is an awareness and this is a learning curve no, and is. i'm learning now yes um so um there's no condemnation here never um it's just love sharing Always. that it, it's a language Always. i want to start educating and helping people to shift
0: yes
1: because we need our men yes to be talking we need our we need, children to be talking, <laughs> yeah. and, and what inspires that. So like when I was putting that, that puzzle together hmm. with my cousin and her um, husband, um, he gave me the words, and as I was shuffling them together, because he was talking about loyalty, okay? And if we are really loyal... Okay, loyalty is loving. And so all these words like I mean I, I, I was going to bring words these as words as you're writing as friends, you're doing this puzzle. Loyal, um, love, yeah, speak up, yeah. And when I put them all together, um, he had spoken to me. Love your friends more than the relationship. Mm. Speak up for them. Mm. Wow. So if you know someone who's hurting. If you know of someone who is thinking about taking their life, love them more than the relationship and speak up for them. That is my passion. That is the words he gave me. That is why I'm out here. Um, Recovery is not about forgetting my son. No. Every day I will miss him. Every day at the dinner table I'm reminded he's not. Dining with us at the moment, but the Lord showed me because i've had people tell me he's in hell burning, and my son's not and I'm sorry for that. I tell you, you that before I'm
0: sorry that you had to hear that,
1: yeah, yeah, more, more than, than once w- yeah I'm sorry, thank you for someone's yeah um my
0: irresponsible
1: s- wording right um uh, first of all, it's not our cool. place to tell us who's going to heaven, heaven and, and who's not. That is God's job, okay? You better preach. Um, but he showed me the day that the doctor had told us that Trevor was no longer with us. I got this vision, Shara, And um, I'm standing next to him scratching my head because I'm not sure what I want to do at the moment. Um, we had two of our pastors from the church with us. And then my son, I wanted to freak out. I wanted to cuss like a trucker. Okay. I wanted to explode rage. Yes. And I'm feeling all this in like seconds. Like, and I'm scratching my head. Like, what? And I wanted to run. I wanted to run. I just wanted to run. And I'm I didn't know what to do. And I feel my heart just exploding through my chest. And I got this vision. And Trevor's in this meadow. And he turns around to look at me. And he smiles. And for the first time I knew he was free from his demons. He was free from the pain that he'd been fighting for a long time. That we were trying to get him help for. And then I saw the Lord had had him. And I stopped. And Dylan grabbed us. He encompassed Del- Shelton and I, and the three of us are holding and we're weeping. And he said, "We're not gonna let this break us. We're not gonna let this destroy us. We're gonna rise out of the ashes." And we're crying. He goes, "You hear me? We're not gonna let this break us." And I said, "No, baby. No, baby." <laughs> And God gave us five days with Trevor. We got five days to hold his hand, to just embrace him. And Trevor went on to save six lives. We did an organ donation. He saved six lives. He impacted a total of 75 people's lives with the skin and tissue, organ, and bone. We did that. And um, so he's still out there making a difference. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So my encouragement right now is if you do struggle with suicidal ideation, please, please know this is a disease. Naomi Chud said, Mental illness is not a clip, is not a character flaw. It's a disease. You, there's nothing wrong with you. Please get help. Your brain is lying to you. I want you to get help because I'm a mother who's lost her son and the pain is horrible. We are not better without you. We love you. We want you. And I want to encourage you to keep fighting. And they have made a new crisis line just for mental health. All you have to do is dial 988. 988 will get you directly to someone that can help you. So I want to encourage you, please, please. Nobody is better without you. Nobody. I love you. You are valuable, you have a purpose. Keep fighting! Wow! Thank you for that. Thank you for allowing that me to share my story. Is <laughs> that love happy hour? <laughs> <laughs> Is that all we're at? It's <laughs> all we're at. <laughs> Oops! <laughs> <laughs> and we're full-blown love. Yeah, we're like um, S- snuffling. If you can hear us, uh, I was holding my. You saw me. Okay, this is the thing. This is why I love
0: the spirit of God. Because everything that you just said, it to me, it means so much coming from your mouth, your experience, your love, and your heart in the space that you found yourself in today, right now. Um, And it's true. We talked about this too before. We've talked about the suicidal ideation and how those lies, and I'm so glad you brought up Ashley Judd, what she said about me, Naomi, and her mom.
1: Naomi Judd Naomi said that said once because she was talking. Uh, she she was an advocate, you yeah, know. She was and, for mental health, and
0: I forget the quote. I don't have it in front of me right now. I feel so unprepared right now, but I'm just joking. God knows, um, the disease of it and the the realness and the actual the actual tangible realness of it is very real and it's not for anyone to be dismissive of and they just need there's no they just need everyone I've so I've dealt with suicidal ideation before you, I have and everyone goes through it differently but it is still from the lies that you believe in your mind the pain that you want to be. Away from. The pain is so great, so you start doing things to stop the pain inside of you.
1: Yep. With drugs, alcohol, pornography, cutting. shopping, cutting. I was cutting. I didn't yeah. know. See? I didn't know until almost 20 years later that
0: that was a thing I thought I was the only one doing. I never knew anyone else that did it, and
1: no one knew I did it. And see, and we've become such a society that wants to walk away from the pain. What Let's is- give everybody a participation award. Oh, Lord Jesus don't, don't don't go there, girl. No, I'm just no. I'm right. saying I can't. Yeah, and I think we no. become everybody. Uh, um, there,
0: uh, okay. It's numbing. There, we're we're we are not allowing people to develop yep. coping skills. Thank you. No, and rejection, which is as I say, is usually God's protection. No, and rejection, and and, and this is in reference to that reference of participational world award. award no one wants to, the the word no or the word you can't or you know what no you you didn't make the team or no you didn't get a, they played harder so they get the award yeah that teaches you how to build up coping skills yes, and you does. spoke about it earlier with Dylan yeah and how when you're an actor yes. you are acting you're told no so many times oh it's ridiculous i'll take it a step very <laughs> this might sound silly to y'all but When you're a dude, how many dudes ask girls out or want to have a girlfriend, and she says no? How many dudes propose, and she says no? Right. At that moment, our coping skills have to kick in and say, okay, she said no. I don't need to go and do anything else. She said no. Okay, there'll be another time or another situation that I can do it in. No, and all the things that we get to hear when we're young, To build up those muscles. To build the muscles. Yes, honey, it hurts. Yeah. Tell mommy how it hurts. Yeah. In the talking of getting them talking, right? Amen. They start to forget their pain. That's right. it's not even that bad, mommy. Can I get a Band-Aid? And now we're focused on getting the Band-Aid.
1: And they felt heard. Heard they and felt seen heard and seen yeah we have exactly. people
0: doing extreme i just spoke about this the other day they have they're doing extreme things to to be seen to feel validated they've forgotten that god already validated you that's why you're here yeah yeah cuz they're every trying to keep up with the new,
1: yeah um, and you touched something that really um i want to reiterate on that was beautiful people who take their lives um, it's about pain. It's about pain. they do not want to die, people. No,
0: and Let's they're not considering clear. everyone that's going to be that's grieving. Right.
1: They're not. They're, everyone they, they, thinks that house. voice is so much louder than it's, than their reasoning. Listen, it's overpowering. It. I was in a situation once. Hmm.
0: Many years later, after I first started having this. And it wasn't just the voice that was audible telling me who and why people would be better off and I'm not worthy to be here. Mm -hmm. That voice started bringing audible sounds of telling me how and what I should do to complete what it was telling me to do. So I could hear glass breaking and I saw what it was going to look like had I done what it was telling me to do. That was the worst attack I've ever had yeah that's powerful. It was the worst, and it was nonstop and it was like there's this there's that it was giving me options for completing what it was asking me to do, yeah, and it was showing me what I was going to look like once it happened yeah it was giving me the sound of what those options would make when it happened yeah worst attack I ever had and I like you said, no scriptures weren't working Mm-mm. None of my scriptures were working in that moment that particular night. Yeah. None of them. None of them. And I was on the floor. And I'm sorry if this is graphic, but I was like, <sighs> I was fighting, but I had no fight. Yeah. That's good. And I was v- vomiting. And my husband was there. And I've never been in that space with anyone. It's usually being by myself all these many years. Yeah. And I was embarrassed in the moment because he was seeing this, but I was in a fight with no fight. That's right. And it was trying to take me. And it was the worst. And I couldn't remember a scripture. I couldn't remember anything, any of my, my anchors that keep me. And all I could, at some point, I just, I don't know how long it was, whatever. I just remember saying, Jesus...
1: Jesus, Jesus, I just kept calling his name. Yeah, that's, that's, you know, that's so beautiful because not in the sense of like, my passion is to bring light to this. And if we keep not talking about it, it's not working. And I keep hearing that the Lord. And so when he gave me that, that, that those words, speak up, let's start talking. And it's hard. Thought, it's hard to I, talk, yeah, guys. It is. This is a hard conversation. Um, and nobody wants to see their kids hurting like this. You want to fix it. But or the ultimate, the, the 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 honest truth, I mean, is that we can't fix it. But we can hear them and we can point them to the help that they need. Yeah. And that's my passion. And I really thought when I said, say, speak up for them, that this would you know, just be a few people. But I'm learning that God wants me out there talking to people. Um, I, I want to. you to know there it's is okay. no shame in what you're battling, your disease. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't find shame in your disease. I will comfort you. And people say to me, um, how can you, can you do this by Jesus' strength? Mm. Because I've walked in the anchor with him. Mm. Because I'm doing the recovery in this mm-hmm. book. Because I'm working every day, mm. I will never forget my son. But I will not label. I will not put a seal on me Come on. that says I will never be okay. I will. I will never. Um, what do most? Uh, it's just left my head. Um, you know, I will n- never be okay. Or time will heal, and yeah. you'll be okay one day. Yeah, and and the truth is, no. is you know what. Yeah, I'm going to be okay. Yeah, I will be okay. Um, but don't take me saying I'm okay as that I, I won't miss my son yes. every day or that I forgot him. That's right. That's because right. never. That's a mother will never forget that baby. Yeah. I remember when I found out I was pregnant with him. Yes. I remember every kick. I remember his birthdays I got to celebrate. I remember his boo-boos and <laughs> kissing them. Yes. I remember him asking me to bring him food. When he forgot it, and I would do it, um, and I remember his pain, and I loved him, no matter what season he was in, even when he was a turd, I loved him, (laughs) and one day, I was grieving, and I had put that seal on me, like, I am never going to recover for this, this Mm. is is it, I'm going to be down and out, and I put that seal on me. Okay. And one day I was weeping. I was missing him horribly. And I was smelling his clothes. And I was laying on his bed. And um, I was just, I was down. I was like, come on, Lord. Come on. And he said to me, dear loved one, why are you grieving like you will never see him again? Do you not trust who I am? This life is temporary. But you will be in my paradise where he is. And I said, I got up. I'm not going to lie. Cried a little more. A lot more. And I said, what is it you need me to do? So, I looked up, you know, when you go into the Bible, There's a whole chapter on lamenting, Mm -hmm. called Lamentations. Amen. Come on, Um, eighty-two times in the Bible, right? Right, eighty-two times the word wept is in there. Mourning occurs two hundred times just in the Old Testament. Anger, people, anger is from a place of pain, which is a place of grief, is mentioned over four hundred and eighty times. Wow, and um. What we forget about this is um, Jesus wept when Lazarus passed, but then there's Matthew 26:36 that says, then he said to me, to them, he was talking to Peter and the two sons of Zebedee yeah. as they went up to the mountain to Gethsemane to pray. Yes. He went there to pray, and he kept telling his friends, pray, yeah. stay awake and can pray. You just, can can you, you just watch? Take a, yeah, yeah, please. Write. Right, Keep watch, buddies, right? You're my buddies. You're
0: yeah. my three. They were like, you got it, though. <laughs> you wanted us to come up here, and you got it. And yeah. he was like, can you not just, please stop it? Right?
1: And Pray so his friends failed him, because um, they kept falling asleep, poor guys. They didn't but, know. Right? They, they didn't, didn't know what he was praying about. Yeah, and, but his words. Yeah. And this is, um, this is powerful. He says, my soul is deeply grieved yeah. to the point of death remain here and keep watch with me, yeah he expressed his pain yeah he was the model expressor yes yes. and yet we want to shut it down people stop mm, yeah let's talk yeah let's talk and I and
0: i I do want to be sensitive because I know i've i've um spoken with and sat with others who have lost someone they love yeah. to a death by suicide. And I and I do not believe, and I can't, I would be irresponsible if I said I did. I do not believe that there is one way to treat yourself moving forward. And what I mean, I don't mean medicate. I mean to treat yourself, to handle yourself, to hold yourself moving forward. It is not just God you're... He is everything. He's exactly. like the umbrella over everything. Yeah, But he provides you with therapists. He provides you with girlfriends that love God, that will pray for you when you can't, that will fight on their knees when you can't. He provides you with people. He provides you with a vacation that you may need to go off and cry and, and yell and cuss and be a trucker, all of these things. Yeah, It is not a one no road when it's, grieving loss
1: and let me tell you i'm still in therapy so i want to over be the loss of my son and i love talk therapy yeah me too i love it i'm a i'm a big advocate for it and yeah. i love that you just disclosed that thank you for yes. uh, for saying that because yes. there is no wrong right and no. one of the big things that um the grief recovery also points out is we are not to compare never Never compare just Never. because I'm able to be here and talk about it where some people it's been 10, 15 years and yeah. they still can't 20 years. Yeah, they, they can't still talk can. about it. And That's uh, their walk. That's their walk. And I'm not judging Anonymous. anybody
0: here. We have to celebrate and honor them where yes. they are and appreciate them for where they are. Absolutely. That they're still here trying to f- figure out what they need to figure out for themselves. Absolutely. It's not a one size fits all and it's not a one recovery and one and done either. Nope. This is a forever experience. This is a
1: unique unique. And we are all unique. Therefore, we grieve unique. Our relationships are unique. So not one person can know how another person feels or how they should deal. I just want to be an encourager to get people to start talking. I love that so much. To um, people be aware of if you are struggling to get help. And to please, I mean, for so many years, they're like, well, don't guilt them into not committing suicide. No, (laughs) no. I'm not guilty in anybody, but I want you to be aware of there's moments where I'm driving and all of a sudden I'll start crying cause I miss him or, yeah. um, I'll see something and I'll think Trevor would have mm-hmm. liked that yeah. and I'll start crying. Mm-hmm. And I just want you to know it's an everyday walk.
0: It touches your heart tender. Your Every tender day
1: heart. And, um, and if it wasn't for all my prayer warriors out there and you girls know who you are, mm-hmm. um, Covering my marriage, mm. covering my son Dylan, yes. covering me—I um, wouldn't have lost it. So I want to thank you all, and I want you to know, prayers are so powerful. And I love you all, and I am just thankful. But please, if you are struggling, don't don't feel shame. Don't feel shame. I love you, and I want you to, to reach out. I want you to reach out.
0: Rich, very rich. Um, And so (laughs) the beauty of this (laughs) all, I'm going to ask you, I'm going to say a word to you, and I'm going to, we're very briefly, you're going to tell me what you feel, because we've already said so much you have said and shared and i thank you for being willing to be a mother and share this and not carry not allow any shame or any feelings because i'm sure just like any other grief there's moments of stuff and you have to talk yourself into a a new understanding in that moment you have to talk yourself you have to let god speak you have to let shoot, movies speak and, and, and songs speak and all. There's all kinds of stuff that, ways that God uses. He's God. He, he's not limited. Stop taking it out of the box, please. Puzzles. Books. But um, the word I had for you, and it's so funny because sometimes God give me, he'll give me three words. Wow. And almost every single time, or he'll give me one, he'll give me one word, or he'll give me a multitude of words and almost every single time whether it's two or three <laughs> the guest will say that word in my in, in the intro in this space and you've said all of the words that I, he gave me but I, I I see what he's highlighting for me and I want you to tell me when you think of this word what what comes to mind and and why and the word is gratitude Pain.
1: Pain. Pain. Pain produces transformation and sifting out the impurities in your body and rises you to new levels. And that brings you to gratitude. And brings me to gratitude. Because I'm thankful that through the pain and the ugliness, I can see beauty again. Wow. And I want to tell you, it might be ugly right now, but you will see beauty again. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for letting me honor my trip.
0: Thank you, everyone, for listening today. I pray that this touches you in a way... helps you honor love that it moves you into new intention that this perspective that's been shared
1: helps you navigate I love that word navigate I love that word that you can navigate period your life those around you,
0: that you'll be a little more seeking in your friends and in listening to what they're saying and that you will be a little more intentional with how you use the ears that God gave you and the heart that comes from his heart. He grieves with us. Yes. He grieved first. For us and so may you continue as you journey forward may this conversation and this very real raw pure I told you her heart was raw and pure may this conversation have shifted something a little bit inside of you if you know anybody and I and I, I did want, I did want to say this too, I do recognize and I am sensitive to the fact that when you are in these moments the last thing you wanna do is pick up a phone and dial nine eight eight. Right. Mhm. Because you don't have the wherewithal in that moment. Right. But should you find yourself sure footed because these things come and go, it ebbs and flows. That so pain ebbs and flows. It comes, and it comes on like a tidal wave. And then it hits you and knocks you down. And then somehow, way, by the grace of God, you find your way out of it. When you find your way out, can you call those 988s and those other? There's the suicide hotline. Can you call these numbers when you are in a, more, a little bit more of a sure-footed place? There's the National Alliance on Mental Hellness. That's NAMI. That's at 800-950-6264. There's the National, National Suicide Prevention. I posted it before. It's 24 hours. one 273 8255 or just 273-TALK. They have a, a Spanish-speaking line, one 628 9454 and there's so so many. The Samaritans Hotline one eight seven seven eight seven zero four six seven three or Hope, or you can even text that number. There's so many, and then we have a Trevor Lifeline. Is that what this is? That what was is so the
1: the gentleman that um, passed away in Fort Collins. He was left and beaten to death That's because right. he was um, a, a gay man. Yes. And that's his family started that? His family started the
0: Trevor Lifeline, where you can text support for youth of the LGBTQIA plus community. Yeah. And that you can text start to 678-678. So 678-678. Get connected with a professional who's licensed. Yes. And again... I know it's hard when you're... It's got to be impossible. I never have been on the floor going through these episodes going, let me call some." I just didn't... I'm trying to not feel the pain in the moment. Yeah. So, when you get back on your feet and you understand, you have the awareness of what you just walked through, you can reach out for help. Please. Yeah. And never let anyone make you feel don't carry what they're dropping off on you which is making you feel like you're a bad person because of x y fill in the blank right because of any fill in your blank there's so many things abandonment divorce lgbtqia plus all of these different things because you're different than the people that are around you because you're not this or you're that too much that god loves you you are made in his image yeah I love y'all check out our survivors of the world line and if you're a survivor please email us at so s-o-w love l-o-v-e two t-o-o at gmail.com email us if you're survived anything we have a space for your story and a place for your story so that we can encourage, inspire, and empower others in their journeys and in their walk towards their divine relationship with God. And it's okay if you don't know him right now or you're mad at him, you're pissed off, you've been yelling at him, he can handle it. Yep, Your friends may not be able to handle it. Your family members may not be able to handle it, but God can handle it. Amen. And he wants you to bring it all to him. Yeah. Bring it. He says, bring it to me. Yeah. That's, yeah. He grieves when you grieve, and he bottles every single tear that you cry. Mm-hmm. And he really does know how you feel. Your, your individual experience. So to all you survivors, I celebrate you and I love you. Yeah. To all of you parents that have lost a child, and as I say in the intro, to any type of loss, whether you right. had a miscarriage yeah. and you didn't even get to have a birthday with them, right. whether you had uh, uh, a parent to, to bury a child for any reason. My grandmother was 97, 96 or 97, and she, I witnessed her tell her 60-year-old son, she was suffering from dementia for many years, so she would forget sometimes who she was talking to. It was that part, it was that stage, but I witnessed her at the sight of her her son's Bed, tell him that it was okay to go, and he couldn't respond. I witnessed her go into mommy, not mother, mommy. You know that mommy. Yeah. Yeah. At that age with that dementia, she had every, that mother. Yeah. My only true home, re- eternally responsible mother. Yeah. She went into her home space of him. And she was his home in that moment, and told him that it was okay for him to to go. And he went shortly thereafter. However, parents, you've lost a child. I love you. Yeah. And I pray that you are supported and surrounded tangibly by love and support.
1: Yeah, I just um, want to come alongside you and give you a big hug. Thank you for this moment, and thank you to, to the listeners. And we say all this with love. Yeah. All this with love. Thank you, guys. Love you.